Hey, it's Ralph here. Q1 is now closing and it probably didn't go as well as you had hoped, but I'm sure your agency is probably telling you that they crushed it. But in reality, it crushed you. If your agency isn't on the same page as you are, if there's something wrong, but you can't quite put your finger on what that thing is, go on over to tier11.com forward slash apply. It will set you up on a call to show you a better way to look at your business, not just metrics that make us agencies look good, but something that actually moves the needle and makes you more money, acquires more new customers, and ultimately achieves your vision. Head on over to tier11.com forward slash apply today. Hello and welcome to the Perpetual Traffic Podcast. This is your host, Ralph Burns, and this is episode 365. This is part two of a two-part episode where we talk with the one and only Angela Ponsford on what is working now on Instagram. And there was so much stuff to tell you. We decided to put this into two shows a two-parter, if you will. So I highly recommend you go back and listen to that episode. If you haven't, prior to listening to this one, I recommend that you do so. We talk a lot about conversion lead ads and a bunch of other things that are going on with boosted posts. And in this one, we're going to be talking about best practices as well as reels. There's a lot of good stuff coming up, but there's a lot going on on Instagram. And the funny thing is, is we don't really ever think about Instagram as like a separate channel. It's just sort of a box that you click inside ads manager and the Facebook ads manager, just like reels is. And I think you're going to enjoy this episode of how we're using all these different elements in order to get great results for our customers. And hopefully you can do the same for your business as well. So stick around. We're going to get to part two of what's working now on Instagram right after this quick break. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic. Well, there is no question that when it comes to influence and persuasion in digital marketing, no one, and I mean no one, commands more respect than Dr. Robert Cialdini. If you have never read his books, Influence and Persuasion, I swear you are missing so much in your digital marketing, not only as an influencer and an advertiser, but as just a great marketer. And that's why I'm so excited to invite you to a free webinar where he'll be sharing his latest insights on new e-commerce strategies. Now, alongside Dr. Cialdini, you'll learn from Bass Wilders and the authors of Reputation King, my buddies Scott Branley and DJ Sprague. Attendees will absolutely be able to understand exactly how to gain a competitive edge in the marketplace by leveraging online reputation management. Now, that's something that we haven't talked about here on this show all that much. And it's more reason for you to register for the webinar here, which is completely free over at reputationking.com forward slash PT. So join us on April 18th from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific for you West Coasters by registering at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Once again, that's reputationking.com forward slash PT. Cialdini has been a huge influence on me. and I can't wait to see how his new e-commerce strategies resonate with you and how they affect your business in a positive way using reputation management. Make sure that you register 
for the April 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Hey, PT listeners, this is Hector Santi Esteban. And not many people know this, but I actually got my start in digital marketing doing chatbots. And I was fascinated by the type of experience you could create for your customers. I mean, the level of automation and personalization you can create without a ton of technical knowledge is kind of crazy. So if you're looking to increase and automate your lead flow, our friend Matt Lates from Bot Builders put together a free training that'll show you how to get started. To watch it, go to botwebinar.com. That's B-O-T webinar.com. And you can sign up for this free training. But it's interesting because I, and we've talked about this before. I feel like I feel like the new paradigm needs to be community building because traffic as a faucet is really dangerous and it's, it's harder mm. now to just turn turn the faucet on. But if you can build a community, now you, you're not at the mercy of, of updates and algo changes and machine learning. You just go to the community. And if you can, you know, if there's a way to do what Angela just said, which is isolate who in the community is actually going to buy from you and then pay to build that community up with relevant folks. I mean, even if you end up having a pay to market to that community, like, hey, you know, boost this just to people that have liked my page or followers or whatever. Uh, I just think that's so much more viable. I know it takes longer, but you're also taking yourself out of the running of this this horrible, you know, Coliseum-esque fight where I have to. I have to battle for every view that I get. Now I'm I'm marketing in a silo. Exactly what you're saying. Like that's the kind of like the omnipresence strategy that you know Scott Alford yeah. has been talking about for you know for a long time. But you're you're absolutely right, and particularly for Instagram, that that's that's one of the keys. It's who who are your warm audience, you know, and they're probably not organically seeing your posts. You know, everybody's talking about the organic reach being down on Instagram and posts just not getting, not hitting the what same. What is it? It's like 3%, it's, right? It's ridiculous now, you know, the, the, yeah. the amount. I see posts all the time, people talking about it. But yeah, it's how can you show relevant con- content at the right time to the people that are already engaged with you? And I think that's a... Yes, people do it. People retarget. But I think we lose that focus sometimes in the DR world where we're so focused mm. on, I want this action. Bottom yes, of the funnel. Need the I want that. Yeah. And, mm. you know, it goes back to what, we, you know, we've, we've talked about this, you know, previously, like Ralph and I, you know, we talked about it for, for years, like about that, how that organic presence and it's maybe not just organic, but it's the content that's not driving an action, how that then indirectly affects the the cost of your ads and the price of the conversion and you know it affects everything it's it's it is a whole Mm -hmm. ecosystem and we forget that sometimes so is it i mean uh, custom audiences for creating an instagram audience people who have engaged with your instagram page like those are easy audiences to create let's not forget that (laughs) like you can go into audiences and create those and there's lots of different options there for you is it a viable strategy? And we'll, we'll be getting into this in probably just a second or two. Is it a viable strategy moving forward for the health of your page to have content boosted to those people who have engaged with your Instagram in the last 365 days? Just to show that signal back to Facebook, not a whole lot dollar-wise, not a whole lot budget-wise, but at least to give that signal to say, hey, I have a healthy Instagram just on its own through obviously I'm boosting it through paid, you know, paid reach, but is it a viable strategy overall, just a small investment on the side for the betterment of all of your other ads? 
Definitely. And that's exactly what part of what we had been doing for this client, you know, that wanted to push more on Instagram. Uh, one of the, you know, the, the media buyer on the account was had access to her Instagram was was checking each week, you know, for relevant posts that would be good to boost to get just more eyeballs on them. And to it's, you know, it's so, for, you know, there's various, re, you know, various kind of different methods, you know, that you could use it for, like, but just to get social proof, just to get like this person knows what they're talking about, authority you know those kind of things and and just showing up at the right time in someone's feed and it looking native and I think you know that's the Mm. big thing about Instagram you know another thing we wanted to talk about was you know reels and and reels ads that are showing up in reels and how important it is to make them look native for someone to feel that they're not seeing an ad so a takeaway from this is maybe go into custom audiences yes probably maybe for the more advanced advertisers to go in and look at all right, for my Instagram, like there's four or five different choices of people who have engaged um, with Instagram in a, in a certain way based upon the professional account to create those audiences for the last 365 days and just continuously boost small pieces of content there just as like a hedge. It's almost like it's an insurance policy ahead of everything that we're going to be talking about here mm-hmm. to keep things really healthy and above board. And maybe the same could be said for the Facebook page as well. Yeah, it's an interest. Yeah, actually, I, I I did I set this up for a friend of mine last week, um, who gets mm-hmm. amazing results on his ads, uh, but only running conversion ads. And it's like you should have some kind of of just authority building posts. So for people that have recently engaged right. with you, and I think I'm on spending like five dollars a day. I set it up for him five dollars a day. It spent like fifty bucks, and it's got six x ROAS. <laughs> it's no, oh and this God. is a traffic campaign. This is not a conversion campaign. And really? we're, we're sending him to GQ's website. We're sending, we're not even sending him to his website. We're sending people to GQ website because that's where he had an article posted, but it's authority building. And that stuff works really well on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. I mean, uh, this is back. This is kind of back to like three, four years ago. We used to talk about this yeah. kind of stuff and I think we've gotten away from it mm-hmm. and you've now realized that this is, something that's essential and the reason why we're bringing this back up on the show is that none of these things ever really went away <laughs> i think we're just you're so focused on all these other things like conversions and leads and everything else it's like how about the health of your page like making sure that you actually have a vital presence on both these platforms yeah facebook and instagram are watching mm-hmm. at all times yeah and <laughs> As we all know, uh, maybe not quite as much as Google's watching you with 70 million data points. We've only got 55,000 on Facebook, apparently. Some guy told me that. Um, some podcast. Some hack. Some, some hack. That's right. Some hack. From yeah. genius to Just hack. Trying to be sophisticated. Just like that. Just like that. That's yeah. all changed. Wow. How quickly the tide. I know. It really has. The tide has turned. Uh, but like these are important things because they're watching and they're also looking at other things like new initiatives and we've always known this about facebook and we can almost measure it from our partner managers saying all right well reels are kind of a new thing because it's i mean facebook has their eye on tiktok for obvious reasons so tell us about that which is a whole other related but slightly different thing to keep in mind when you're advertising yeah totally so certainly for reels you know we well we know again anecdotally but if there's a new feature that Facebook or Instagram are introducing, if you are an early adopter, then you get rewarded with better ad performance or better reach, whatever it is. But it, there's 
we've seen it. We've seen it across multiple accounts. Sounds like bribes to me. Some would say bribe. That's not the word I might use. But Facebook listens and we love them. That's it. You know, we see it. We see it happening, you know. So re- sure. people, Instagram want you to use Reels right now because that's that it's it's their version of TikTok. That they probably wouldn't like me saying that it's their version, but it is. You know, it's 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 very similar. If you go on IG bad. Reels and you go on TikTok, they look very similar. And so I, Instagram wants you to be about, using like, that. Let's not think like we're so self-centered. Like we own. Mm. The, the platform like we don't we're no. sharecropping on someone else's land here so we kind of have to make sure you know we pay our rent you know what i mean if we're going to be sharecropping on that land hopefully i've got all my bills so my landlord my land literally landlord in this case like doesn't get rid of us for us it's like we want to make sure we're spending mm. because we know the more we spend the more valuable we are to Facebook. But the same thing holds true. Like they have their own agenda and just doing these small things makes a big difference because that's what's important to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's a really intelligent, I've always thought to myself like, Oh, how do I trick the system or cheat the algo? But you're right. Just pay to play. Just play the game. You're supposed to play it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even on the reels, like um, pay to play. Absolutely. But even organically, like if you're, on Instagram and you are using paid advertising on Instagram or Facebook, post more reels organically, have more of that content going out because they want people to be using it. You'll probably get rewarded with better organic reach and it's probably likely that your ad costs will benefit from it as well. So so that's mm-hmm. kind of on the organic side of it, use reels. But we had some feedback from um one of our, our pod leaders, Heather, around uh, some Reels ads that she'd been running in one of her accounts. And that was, they, they're basically taking, uh, this this client is already using TikTok organically as well. And she does some great, you know, she's got some great content going out there. So we repurposed some of those TikToks onto, into Reels ads. And I'm just going to read out, you know, what she she's saying, you know, she says, Facebook has allocated more budget since January 1st to Instagram than Facebook for ads, including Reels. Uh, And we can see that through the Google Analytics. Typically, Facebook pushes more budget to the Facebook placements. This is an indicator that the Reels are working on IG placements. We've seen a decent turnaround in the account since mid-December also. So I can confidently say the Reels ads on IG are increasing the number of purchases we're getting per day. Wow. Wow. It, It intimidates me to hear you say that because Reels feel difficult to produce Mm. when i see what people create it's amazing they're like fun funny engaging heartfelt like they're things that i'm just like oh my goodness this is this feels this feels insurmountable for me Mm. you know left brain data nerd dork that doesn't you know so i it I don't know how to hurdle that. Yeah, that's a challenge. And that's a challenge that we struggle with when we have clients that want to be doing that but aren't already natively doing it. Uh, because you're right, it's it's they're often very personal and it it relies on, you know, whatever the brand, the, the, the faces or good UGC content as well works for the reels and the TikTok. So I don't have an, I guess it's more just getting, just doing it and getting stuck in and, and learning it. It's yeah, just, just doing it, it, practicing, exactly yeah, right. and getting over that. Yeah. Well, that's a fair answer too. I mean, that happened to me with YouTube. My YouTube channel, when we first started, it was it was so bad. Mm. And now I actually look forward to it. I record a video a day and I look forward yeah. to like, you know, I'm going to, and, and I think we have conversations like this and Angela says something. I was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm taking notes here. I'm going to put that on my YouTube channel. Yeah. So 
It's just like any other muscle. You got to flex it. But it makes so much sense that we're seeing a merger between paid and organic. It, like, of course, that would be the case. You know, like, absolutely. Uh, you almost have to treat those two things as, as massively symbiotic. So I, I get mm. it. Uh, and I kind of like it. It feels a little bit more integrous because other than just throwing ads up there, it's like, hey, you also have to be a party to this system that you're trying to play in. You have to respect the ecosystem and, and learn how to yeah, use it. Yeah, and that's not what people want to hear. You know, people people don't want to hear that. <laughs> like, like just you have money. to do this. No, just throw more money at it. No, probably work right. better if you did this thing here. And yeah, that, that's that's the work. That's putting the work in. Yeah. Well, if you think about the market right now, the new player in the market has such organic strength mm -hmm. and power. Facebook's mm. noticing. Yeah. And like it doesn't, like the, this has sort of, this pendulum has swung, I think, in two different ways, like through the last couple of years. But I mean, the the last year or so, especially since the pandemic, TikTok is now a like a serious player. Like we, this, it's like, it's the most visited website, Kasim. Like I know, I, I, I just stop. You, I'm already sad. I know. Ralph. We did a show. <laughs> we did a whole show about that. Here. Uh, he was already sad. Like, yeah. Twist the night. I know. Yeah. This is sad Cossum day right here. It's just too bad. Uh, but but anyway, like I, the pendulum has has swung, and I think you have to be mindful of organic. And we noticed that with UGC content, which has never really gone away. It never really went away anywhere but it's just it's so much more important now and i think this is the tiktok effect on facebook and instagram mm. fair to say yep definitely just coin i just i was what i was TikTok. thinking yeah copyright trademark hashtag ralph burns <laughs> i'm just a hack TikTok I'm just i'm just a hack yeah awesome. just another hack just a couple of hacks <laughs> so would you recommend so if you've had ads running like in your ad sets and maybe it's pre reels or would you add reels as a placement back in? Like what would be your takeaway here when it comes to this? Yeah, definitely is well, what Heather was saying was they run the reels in all placements except audience network. So again, that's just trying to tap into the nature of the algorithm um, of, of showing it where you're best going to get the conversions. Now, is it going to look perfect in every placement? No, uh, but mm -hmm. you know, if there's one thing I know about Facebook and Instagram ads, it's like the perfection is not always the answer. You know, it's it's just not. Yeah, move fast. That's it, things. absolutely. So I would, you know, say definitely cha um, challenge people to go and test it. If you have a, a reel or a TikTok that you, um, it doesn't even have to have done well organically. If it has done well organically, that's ideal. But if you've got one that you're happy to put out there and willing to put a little bit of ad spend behind, get it into your ad sets uh, and then just, you know, monitor performance. If you're using Google Analytics, look and see where Facebook, where the, uh, the budget is being allocated to. Is it going to Instagram or is it going to Facebook? Hmm. But default to, to add that, to utilize it more than not. Yes. Is really a sort of Absolutely. Default test it out and and get don't worry about it being perfect get it good enough to get in there and and get some traction get some spend behind it yeah yeah it's just the entrepreneurial rule now like polish is so pre-2000 you just gotta get it out yeah ship it just like you know put it up let other yeah ship it that's exactly right that's the mantra for for the new age of entrepreneurs just get it. other people can qa the tool you don't need, you know, like mistakes, uh, grammar, spelling, usability, UI, UX, like all this weird, it needs to be 
it's just gone. Yeah. It's everybody just throws everything up, and that's that's the way you have to do it. Yeah, it's you got to be yeah you got to be nimble because it's, it's things are changing so fast these days. Right. Absolutely. I think it's just more so more so now because of TikTok. I think more than ever, and I think it's just the TikTok a, effect. The TikTok effect has just brought it up. Even I don't think it, that ever really changed. Really, when you sort of think about it, like you know, blend in to stand out kind of thing. You know, organic is, has always been important, like that organic feel. But I think business owners just in general tend to want to try to perfect everything and have the perfect mm. image. And it's like, just get it out there. Mm. You know, if it, if you're not embarrassed by your first shipment, then you've released it too you late. Wrong. I believe Reed Hastings. I'm embarrassed by everything, Ralph. <laughs> well, we're just hacks on this show here. So, as a, as yeah. a hack. I will tell you, though, what scares me about TikTok a little bit is, I mean, we're t- you know what the average TikTok video is like, and, and or Instagram reels or whatever, but it's like 45 seconds, 60 seconds. Some of them are 10, 15 seconds. And there's a lot of work that goes into creating that. And it's gone so quickly. Even the ones that people consume, you know, you get 50 million views or whatever, but then it's, it's just, it's yesterday's news. And you have to keep, you put so much work into such a small amount of content and, and, you know, I mean, pe- people's appetites can't be satiated. It's like, how on earth yeah. you keep up with that? Yeah. I guess you, you know, you need a department dedicated to doing that. Hey, it's Kasim here. And I have a question for you. What if you could legally get the emails of almost every person who visits your website? Now, I know that sounds crazy, but seriously, what if you could safely and respectfully target your website visitors via email just by dropping a pixel onto your site? It might sound too good to be true, but our new sponsors at getemails.com can do just that. They've created a system that's compliant with U.S. laws and regulations, and every email address they send you is opted in to receive emails. That means you can connect your anonymous website visitors to real people and then safely retarget them through email with real-time, fully compliant interactions. I've personally met the CEO, Adam Robinson, and the guy is absolutely brilliant. And he believes in his product so much that he's willing to do something a little crazy for PT listeners. If you are an e-commerce brand that's doing over a million in annual revenue, and you've gone through their easy 30-minute onboarding process, if you don't 5X your investment within the first six months, they will give you all of your money back. To take advantage of this offer, go to getemails.com forward slash scalable. That's getemails.com forward slash scalable. Hey, PT listeners, when's the last time your business published on its blog? If the answer is that's way too long for me to remember, I want you to listen up because our friends at BKA Content have a news service where they'll deliver fresh blogs to your inbox and all you have to do is just post them on your site. Now, these articles are all originally written just for your business. They're not generic articles that are just copy and pasted or thrown into some AI software or written by a VA. No, these are professional writers who are going to sit down and write articles just for your business. We've used them in the past, and they're absolutely fabulous. Now, if you want an extra reason to go try them yourself, BK is giving PT listeners half off their first month. Just go to bkacontent.com forward slash perpetual to get started. That's bkacontent.com forward slash perpetual. Almost, yeah. Or just love it. Or just an insatiable love for creating them. 
Yeah, true. That's what we need. We all need. We need to go like stock university campuses <laughs> and just find a bunch of kids yeah. that like doing this crap, and they'll be like, "Hey, do you want to come work with me?" Like, yeah, you you like exposing your inner worries on social media, and I like making money. I want to strike a deal <laughs> that's here, right. and that's right. you can it's run my Instagram reels. It's a good yeah. trade off. <laughs> Did you know companies that blog consistently receive 67% more leads than those that don't? Now, that feels obvious, right, when you hear it, but it's still a really surprising statistic. Consistent blogging is so important to growing a business, but who has the time to research keywords, come up with topics, write content? It's a nightmare. BKA Content, a content writing agency with 10 years of experience, offers monthly SEO blog writing service where they'll do it all for you. All of your monthly blog posts delivered directly to your inbox, 100% ready to publish. Go to bkacontent.com forward slash perpetual. That's bkacontent.com forward slash perpetual. If you're not A-B testing on your site and doing optimization experiments, you're leaving serious money on the table. Not only can it keep your business from growing, it gives your competition an edge over you. Luckily, our friends at Conversion Fanatics have run thousands of conversion rate optimization experiments every year for clients like Clorox, Burt's Bees, Dr. Axe, Magnolia, ClickFunnels, and many more. They optimize your site for you so you can get more customers, scale your traffic faster, and see more profit to your bottom line. If you're interested in how you can optimize your website, you can get their number one Amazon bestseller for free by going to conversionfanatics.com forward slash free book. That's conversionfanatics.com forward slash F-R-E-E-B-O-O-K. Go download it today so you can learn how to double your customers, sales, and profits with A-B testing. So uh, to, so wrapping up here, I think we've we've talked about some pretty interesting things here. I don't know what's working now. Great to have you back here, obviously, Ange. But um, just maybe some best practices for Instagram just in, in closing here that you've noticed that maybe people aren't doing or you've seen work that maybe a lot of folks have forgotten about maybe along the way. But like just maybe a list, a, a quick list of good things that you noticed when it comes to Instagram and so in order to maintain that healthy profile and get the most bang out of your buck when you're advertising. Yeah, totally. So uh, making sure that your bio is is set up and descriptive of what you do, having a good link in your bio, either, you know, if you're running a launch or you've got a specific thing you want people to go to, making sure that link's in there or having a good link tree bio. So uh, probably people have seen the link tree where you can have several, you click on it and then there's several links within that to going to, you know, relevant pieces of content or signups. So making sure that's in place posting more reels if you're not using reels if you're only using you know image posts or video posts that are not reels start trying to do that just start start experimenting with it organically i would say before you start trying to do the the paid stuff and just get used to using it uh something else that we have seen uh, i've heard quite a lot about in the past kind of six months as well as using setting up like conversation starters in your dms you can do that through many chat uh you can do that and that's not that's not talking about paid ads. It's just, you know, if someone messages your an IG profile 
just giving them easy, quick answers to some of the most common questions. Um, that can be a really good way of, of getting people engaged and making them feel that you, you know, that you care about them. One other thing I was going to say, I think before, when you mentioned the audiences, you to create the audiences from your Instagram profile, you have to make sure it is a professional or a business account. Uh, I see that happening quite a lot. Um, people go in to try and create those audiences and they're like, why isn't my Instagram account showing up? And it's because it's still classed as a personal account. So you just, you would have to change that within the Instagram app go into your settings and make sure that it's a I don't know what they call it whether it's a professional or a business account but basically so that yeah, it's not a, yeah, yeah so that it's not a personal yep. account so that's a really it prompts you actually when you create the custom audience so there you go yeah you can't do it without it that's it you know? yeah so it's really it's important mm -hmm. to to make sure that that's set up um and yeah, start track testing if you do have some video content that is in a kind of reels format so you know in the real size start putting some of those videos into your ad sets uh, and you know I again I wouldn't necessarily recommend that you split out your ad sets to IG only uh, yes it makes it easier for you to see the results in ads manager but it's highly likely that that will give you poorer performance but combine it with you know Facebook and you know people are used to seeing that content on Facebook now as well not so much but you know if you are able to track, you know, either using a third party tool or Google Analytics, uh, what spend is going to IG and what spend is going to Facebook, then that's going to be a really useful metric. And just, you know, seeing is the algorithm delivering it more there? Is it seeing the value of that content and delivering it more to IG? Yeah, no, that's tremendous. That's a good, uh, it's a good sort of work list checklist for people to follow here. And we'll obviously leave links to all the resources and the references we mentioned in the show notes, uh, as always, Ange, the, let's see, the chief of chatter. I'm still, I still like the social media Sith Lord. Like, I think I'm really partial to that one. It doesn't help that you call your group pod. Like, that's, <laughs> that's very Sith right. It is. Yeah. That. It's very Sith Maybe we should start calling Sith the pod leader Sith Lords. <laughs> Uh, yeah. You know, I, I know we're having a, you know, face-to-face -face leadership team meeting in a week or two. Like, I think we really need to revamp the names inside tier 11. I think so. Like, to come up to at least to your level. Yeah. Or, you know. I agree. In that. Yeah. Or just hire that woman on uh, Twitter. <laughs> do it all for us. Uh, but no, this has been great. Of course, you can go back and listen to previous episodes. We're over at perpetualtraffic.com. We'll leave links to all the references we made here in the show notes for this episode. This episode has been... 365 it's like the number of days in a year 365 is that what that is i think that is yeah three hey. I, 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 the only <laughs> 365 i know um yeah. so head on back over to uh, perpetualtraffic.com and on behalf of my awesome uh, co-host Kasim aslam until next show see ya you've been listening to perpetual traffic Hey PT listeners, I've been running my own business since I was 17, and I've found that nothing slows down entrepreneurs more than this one pesky question, and that's what do I do next? And left unanswered, you find yourself stuck far below your potential, jumping from one shiny object to the next, perpetually wondering why other businesses are growing and yours is stuck. So that's why Scalable has put together the seven levels of scale framework. We'll give you the shortest path possible to go from a struggling startup to a high profit, high impact, exitable business that'll give you the wealth and freedom you deserve. So stop wondering what to do next and take our free three-minute assessment today at getscalable.com slash go.
That's getscalable.com slash go. And you can download a free guide to show you what level of scale you're currently at and how you can scale quickly and profitably to the next.